Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Somebody lift your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift your voice, lift up your voice, bless the name of the Lord. Give him all the glory, exalt his holy name. Say thank you, O Lord.
It is required of stewards that a man be found faithful. Amen. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You and I understand that to serve in the house of the Lord, it requires a lot of commitment and faithfulness to doing the work. You know that there are a lot of distractions that come our way as Christians, but it takes those of us who commit ourselves, those of us who will be faithful and committed, those of us who will be loyal to the church and the vision of the church in order to work and make things work. Hallelujah. So we are praying for the spirit of commitment. We are praying for the spirit of faithfulness. We are praying for the spirit of loyalty. Somebody lift up your hands and say, Oh God, oh God. As, I pray, as I pray, as I pray, as I pray, baptize every shepherd, baptize every shepherd, baptize every church worker, baptize every church baptize worker, every leader, baptize every baptize leader, baptize every pastor, baptize every of pastor, rescue, of rescue, with a spirit of commitment, with a spirit of with a spirit of faithfulness, with a spirit of, with a spirit of loyalty, with a spirit of that loyalty, will be able to achieve, that will be able our to vision for the year, our vision and for be the fruitful year, in our work. And in the, in the church, in Jesus' mighty in name, Jesus lift up your voice and begin to pray with all seriousness. You are telling the Lord to make you a faithful servant. You are telling the Lord to make you a faithful shepherd. You are telling the Lord to make you a faithful leader. You are telling the Lord to give you a selfless spirit to commit to the work that He has bestowed upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, 
Amen. The Lord is baptizing every leader, every pastor, every shepherd and every worker in this church with a spirit of commitment in the name of Jesus. Amen. From today, we are all becoming loyal leaders in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are becoming faithful shepherds to the work in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we are going to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Matthew chapter 9 verse 37 to 38. It says that, Then saith unto his disciples, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Amen. Amen. Beloved, we are still praying. We are praying that the Lord himself send in more pastors. Amen. The Lord will send in more shepherds, more ashes, more choristers. Lift up your voice and say, Oh God, oh God, as I pray, as I pray, and thou rescue, and thou rescue with more shepherds, with more shepherds, and thou rescue, and thou rescue with more pastors, with more pastors, and thou rescue, and thou rescue with more ashes, with more ashes, and thou rescue, and thou rescue with more media men, with more media men, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice.
Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Last week, daddy's message that he gave us, um, that was yesterday, daddy's message at the cell meeting. Daddy made us understand that one of the ways that we can generate passion for souls is to pray and ask the Lord for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, he says that, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. So we are praying and we are telling the Lord to endow every member of rescue and every worker of the church and every pastor and every leader and shepherd with the spirit of evangelism and soul winning. We are praying that God will give us a genuine passion for soul winning that will be able to achieve the vision for, for the year. Amen. Lift up your voice and say, Oh God. Oh God. As I pray. As I pray. As I pray, as I pray, plant in me, plant in me, a seed, a seed of genuine passion, of genuine passion for soul winning, for soul winning. Let me see, let me see the value, the value of a soul, of a soul from today, from today. Cause every leader, cause every leader, cause every shepherd, cause every shepherd, every pastor, cause every pastor to win more souls, to win more souls in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, Somebody you are praying
pray. As I pray, set every leader, set every leader, every shepherd, every shepherd, and every worker, and every worker in the church, in the church, free. Free from any bondage, from any bondage of, sin, of sin, any bondage, any bondage of, heaviness, of heaviness, any bondage, any bondage of, 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 of lack of energy, of lack of towards energy, the work. Towards the in work. the name of Jesus, name of lift Jesus. up your voice and begin to pray this prayer. Ask the Lord to set every shepherd and every leader free from any bondage of heaviness towards the work. You are praying that any chain of sin will be broken. Mali Brado, you don't break chains just walking about. Somebody pray with seriousness. Radio from any You are praying for a revival in the media, 
Thank you, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Your two hands together for Jesus. Oh, celebrate the Lord. Are you sure you are happy to be at the feet of Jesus? Amen. Amen. Let's be seated. We are gathered here tonight as church workers. And when we say church workers, we are talking about those who are working in one capacity or the other in the church. Either usher, chorister, media, boogie stars, sanctuary keepers, pastor, shepherd, overseers, executives of Victorious Generation, Adult Ministry, Children Ministry, anyone who performs a duty in the house of God is a worker. You are the reason why something happens in the church. Those who are worshippers come for us, the servants, to minister to them, for them to worship. But those of us who are servants we render the services to the people to help them to worship the Lord. And so that is one basic difference that lies between a servant and a worshiper. And so blessed are you that you are not just a worshiper, but you are a servant. Tell the one by you, blessed are you that you are not just a worshiper, but you are a servant. Because it is not the worshippers that he delights in their prosperity. He says he delights in the prosperity of his servants. He, say, he didn't say, you will worship and I will bless you. He said, you will serve me and I will bless you. And so those who are the servants, they are those who receive the pay, the salaries. Those who are paid for the work they have done. Not those who admire, those who walk about admiring what is going on commenting about what is going on, but those 
who are actively working. And that is how we seek the Lord, by working for him with our time, our energy, our money, and everything that we have. Is it a good idea? Clap your two hands if you are happy about that. I want us to be, to be uh, encouraged by a song from Minister Ida. Let's play that song as we all listen to the words of the song. Listen to the words in the song. Let the song minister to your heart. Listen to the words in the song. Media, please play Seek First, the kingdom. The food you will eat, the clothes you will wear, your children's school fees, the house you will stay in, everything about you, he says he will do it for you. Everything that you will do, he will take care of it for you, if only you can seek him. How many of you believe the words of Jesus? I believe in the words of Jesus because it has worked for me. Everything I am and everything I have can only be traced to one thing that is serving God. I have not been anywhere and I have not achieved anything aside working for God. And so I believe with all my life and with all my heart that if you say you will serve God at the level where you are, God will come through for you. He will provide for you and he will make your life beautiful. May someone's life be glorified with beauty. Your amen didn't come. I said someone's life should be glorified with beauty. Hallelujah. Tonight, the Lord wants to speak to us as we continue with the third session of prayer. We have three sessions. We've had first, second, and some of you have missed all the two sessions of prayer. That means that you don't work with time. And that is very, very bad of you. But those of you who are here, you prayed first session prayer, second session prayer. You've had worship and all that. And um, God wants to speak to us. And make sure, as you are seated, if you are an overseer, make sure your people are here. Because you will account for them. You can't be here and your members are not. It means you don't have members. They are only Sunday people. They just come. They are not your members. You only come to deceive us at meetings that... They are not your members. They only come to church on Sunday. Then you catch them to sit down. They are not really your members. You should be able to bring your members for the meeting, if only they are your members. So make sure that if you have a church worker, because I don't think all these are the choristers. I don't think all these are the ushers. I don't think all these are the adult executives. I don't think all these are the leaders and the workers that we have. I don't think so. I don't think all these are the cell leaders and the cell shepherds that we have. And so, make sure that they are here because you account for them. Engaging biblical mindset for profitable stewardship. Engaging in biblical mindset mentality for profitable stewardship. How do you serve God with a certain mindset Serving God with a certain mindset that will help you to have profit or blessings in your service. It's not everyone who serves God who will get blessed. It's not everyone who seeks first the kingdom who will get blessed. Why? Because of the mindset. Everyone say the mindset. You didn't say, say the mindset. Is it good to know how to think as you are serving God? 
Because the way you are thinking will make you get a blessing or you will lose the blessing. It doesn't matter. Even Paul said that if you sacrifice yourself and kill yourself and give your body to be bent and you lack something, it's waste. And so it is not just the activity. It is also the mentality. Amen. The mentality matters in as much as the activity is important. And so understand that motives give value to actions. Motives give value to actions. Whatever action you perform, the motive behind your action is what gives value to your action. Whether your action is a good thing or it's a bad thing, does not necessarily mean, it's not determined by what you did, but why you did what you did. Coming for rehearsals, coming to clean, coming to serve, coming to manage instruments, do something for the Lord, your motive behind your action is what gives value to your action. Your action will look nice in your eyes and in the eyes of everyone, but before the sight of God or the eyes of God, it will be compared to nothing and you will not make profit if your motives are wrong. Do you understand me? So motives give value to actions and God judges every action by the motives behind it. God judges every action by the motives behind it. Oh, he lied. Oh, oh, he he didn't speak the truth. God looks at the motive behind the action. Oh, he came to sweep the church. God looks at the motive behind the action to give the reward. May God find you worthy. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 2. New English translation. He said, All a person's ways seem right in his sight, in his own sight, but the Lord evaluates the motives. But the Lord checks the motives. All your actions, they look nice in your own eyes and in other people's eyes. But the Lord checks the motive. He repeated it again in Proverbs chapter 21 verse 2. And it said, all of a person's ways. Proverbs 21 verse 2. He says, all of a person's ways seem right in his sight. Seems right in his sight. But the Lord checks the motives. The Lord checks. So you see, he has repeated it more than once. That means that God is interested in our motive. Tell someone by you, God is interested in the way you are thinking. Amen. Oh, amen. Do you you believe that? God is interested in the way you are thinking. Even as you are doing your singing, sweeping, uh, cleaning, leading the ministry that has been given to you, serving as an executive of the ministry, giving your time, doing follow-up, evangelism, teaching, whatever you are involved with, God cares about the motives. Our mentality matters if our stewardship will make, or if our stewardship will matter before God. Our mentality matters if our stewardship will matter before God. If our kingdom service, the prayers we are praying for, for, for the church, praying for the cell, praying for the group, praying for the ministry, kingdom advancement prayers, going for evangelism, doing ministry work, whatever we are involved with, our mentality matters if our stewardship will matter before God. Mentality is critical for profitability. Mentality is critical 
for profitability. In other words, it is crucial, it's important for you to be profitable. Remember that I've already taught you that in all labor, according to the word of God, in all labor there is profit. That means that every work you do, you are supposed to have profit. You are supposed to be blessed. You are supposed to receive something in it. But not everybody will receive the profit. Not everybody will receive the, the, the kind of profit we think they are going to get. Oh, he's a shepherd. God is going to bless him. You don't know what you are talking about. The mentality behind what he's doing. The motive, the attitude behind the work he's doing. The way he's complaining. The way he's, he's speaking against God. The way he's speaking against other people. Because they have created a problem for him or them. The attitude, the way he's insulting his overseer. Or talking against his shepherds, his leaders. Complaining against the church. The mentality and the attitude is what will help us to know the, the kind of blessings or the profit that you will make. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, whatever you do, you first thought it, thought about it. Whatever you, you, you do, you first thought about it. And so what a man thinks about determines what he does. And so your actions can be influenced by your mentality. And so as you are thinking, so are you in the sight of God. If you are complaining, you are a complainant in the sight of God. You are not, you are not a faithful person. If you are thinking evil about other workers... If what you are doing, you are thinking that without you, nobody can do it. You are the best. You are the bow. Without you, nobody can do it. If you don't go, nobody will go. If you don't clean, nobody will clean. If you don't do the work, nobody will do it. And so you feel big. And so you feel, you feel like you are indispensable. If that is your mentality, you will get nothing in the, in the, in the hands of God. Listen, I, am very I always get excited when I see that God is blessing my workers. When I see that God is blessing church workers, when I see that God is increasing you, when I oh you are married, see that you have your children, see that Charlie God has blessed you with a house, a car, I become excited. It doesn't even matter if what you have I don't have. The fact that God is blessing you for you to say that when I was serving God, God blessed me, give me some excitement, gives me excitement and fulfillment. The next time I hear someone with a testimony about he's serving God and God doing something for the best, I become so excited as though I'm the one going to benefit directly, but not, not so. The only reason is because I believe in serving God and I believe that it brings us blessing. So when people are serving God and they don't get blessed, it worries me. But you see, that is why God has asked me to teach you that a lot of you are always in church, but you will end as nobodies because of the mentality. A lot of you seem to be busy doing something for God, but you may not end anywhere with God. And we may just be speaking and speaking. Nothing good may come out of your life if you don't check your mentality. As he thinks, so is he. The way you are thinking about what you are doing, about your leaders, about your pastors, about the church, about meetings, when you are called for meetings, your mindset and the way you complain, they are all signs that shows whether God is going to bless you or, or will not bless you. If I clap him, do that better. Whatever you cannot think, you cannot get. You cannot arrive at a future you cannot see. Whatever you cannot think, you cannot get. And you will not be able to arrive at a future you cannot see. God appeared to Abraham in Genesis 
chapter 13, 14 to 15, after Lot has left, and God told him, lift up your eyes. As far as you can see, I'll give it to you. That means as far as you can think into, as far as you can imagine, I, God, will, will, will bring you there. If you can imagine yourself as a medical doctor, then he can bring you there. You can't arrive in a future you didn't see. You can't arrive in a place you didn't see. Before you get to Kaneshi, you first pictured yourself in Kaneshi. That's why you went to that station and boarded that Kaneshi car. True or not true? Before you find yourself in Kaswa, you first thought about finding yourself there. So you cannot arrive at a place that you first did not think. You cannot enter into a future you did not see. So also in kingdom service, you cannot receive a reward you didn't see. As you are cleaning, what are you seeing? As you are cleaning, as you are sweeping, as you are packing, as you are going for rehearsals, as you are spending your money to bring people to church, as you are spending your money to call people for God, as you are using all your hours praying for the kingdom, doing something, going for, for evangelism, working hard for the Lord. What do you see as you are doing it? What do you see? If you can see God blessing you, then he will bless you. If you can see God alone, as I'm doing, you are paying me. Oh. As I'm doing this thing, you are, you, you are healing me. Oh. As you are doing this thing, I'm getting my first class. Oh. As I'm doing it, I'm getting my sixth one. So whatever you do, if you have a mindset or if you have a picture of your reward, then you can take a delivery of that reward. That's how it works. And so from today, don't just do anything for God without thinking about something you will get in return. Do you get it? Whatever you are doing for God, start thinking. The reason why you, you get nothing is because you don't think about anything. That's why you are here for me to tell you. You just do it casually. Oh, I'm a Christian. I go to church. Not, as a man thinks, so is he. Once you start thinking that, God, I need a job this week. And so I'm going for this evangelism. I'm going to win you three souls. As I win the three souls, Lord, let me get an, an appointment. You see, once you start thinking like that, it will magnetize the miracle. Because there is an expectation. As a man thinks, so is he. May you begin to see your blessing. May you begin to see the blessings following your ministry work. Otherwise, you serve God for nothing. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. It said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that we ask or, or, above all that we ask him or think. What we imagine, what we think, what we think in our minds, God does them for us. Stop working for God without a good mentality. Start thinking about a reward. Start thinking about something. Start thinking about a blessing. Start thinking about going back to school. Start thinking about getting a new job. Start thinking about your husband arriving this month as you are going to serve him. Start thinking. Start thinking. Don't, don't take it casual. Hmm? If you become casual in the Christian faith, you end up as a casualty. Yes, that's how it is. If you take this, the Bible says, Woe to him who is at peace in Zion. Woe to him who is at peace in Zion. If you, are, if you take things casual, you will end the casualty, a victim. May you be a victor. Amen. Hallelujah. And so he gives us according to us, we can think. Amen. If you can see it, then you can seize it. No goalkeeper can catch a ball he didn't see. True or not true? Oh, true or not true? Can, have you ever seen a goalkeeper who didn't see the ball? A blind goalkeeper, but he caught the ball. Every goalkeeper first saw the direction of the ball. First saw where the ball was going, and then he would dive towards there. So if you can't see it, you can't seize it. You can't, you can't have it. May you begin to seize your marriage. 
May you begin to seize your miracle destiny. May you begin to seize your future. You see, everything I am, like I told you, I got it on the platform of kingdom service. On the platform of kingdom service. Working for God. I said, God, I'm home. I'm doing nothing. Just looking for money to go to school. Well, I've heard of an evangelism, a crusade in Volta region. They God, instead of staying, I'm going to Volta region. I'm going to win new souls. When I come back, send me to school. I came back and God sent me to school. As simple as that. As simple as that. No money from anywhere. I came back and strangers sent me to school. It works. It works. If I'll tell you the story from my own life, I'll bore you tonight because I have a lot. My whole life. Today, everything about me is because I'm serving God. What, what other work do I do? I, I, I do no other work. So if you see me blessed, I'm blessed because of what? Service. May you enter into your own blessing. You didn't hear me. May you enter into your own blessing. What do you see God doing for you as you engage in kingdom service? Ask the one sitting by you. What do you see God doing this year as you are going to serve him? What do you see? If you see nothing, you get nothing. You only follow us for the evangelism. You come back with nothing. But some of us will come back with valuable testimonies. I'm telling you. But if you are just going casual and as you are going, you are complaining. If I don't go, Pastor Prince will talk. This my overseer car. He likes to. Oh, you will come back with nothing. With nothing. With nothing. With nothing. Coming for rehearsals, you are complaining. Forget it. You have been put on duty. Today you are managing projects. I say, hey, I'm busy. I cannot come. And then you tell, oh, you have to come. You have heard, I've heard. You get nothing. Because your mentality is wrong. Your mindset is not right. You are not expecting anything. May God help somebody here. Your amen didn't come. May God help someone here. So what do you do as you're engaging in kingdom service? If you can't see God doing anything for you, as you serve him, then you will receive nothing from him. Even though you served if you can't see God doing anything for you as you serve, then you can't receive anything as you serve. If you can't see God give you anything as you serve, then you can't receive anything as you serve. Understand that kingdom service doesn't just pay, but it pays the best. Say kingdom service doesn't just pay. MTM pays you. Where you work, they pay you. Where you work, they pay you. Where you work, they pay you. All of you, where you work, they pay you. But there is an organization that can pay you brutal can pay you better than where you work. And it is the organization of heaven. It is God's kingdom. When God's kingdom employs you, you will be more blessed than any human being on earth. And so kingdom service doesn't just pay. It pays the best. Say it pays the best. Even among physical companies, two companies are not the same. You will go to company A, they will pay you 2000 Wait till you get to company B. They say, okay, um, you are, your take-home is 5000 You start coughing. Meanwhile, when you were in company A, you felt Charlie, you were a bottle. You were one of the highest paid. You come to company B and they double it. And they add other incentives. Then you realize that two, not two companies are the same. Not all two companies. They, they are not. In the same way also, comparing the companies on earth who are limited with the economy of the earth as compared to the company of heaven who produce money and creates wealth and everything belongs to them. Who can pay you better? That's what Jesus said. He said, seek first the kingdom of God. And because everything you are looking for, he made it. He made what you are looking for. That job you are looking for, he made it. That money you are looking for, he made it. That marriage you are looking for, he made it. 
that traveling opportunity you are looking for, he made it. Listen to me. If I want to read testimonies I found in different, different, different books that have been published and those that have even heard even in this church, you'll be shocked. God is in the business of paying well. Say, God pays well. God is not limited. He pays well. And so, as you contribute, you'll be paid. As you work, you'll be paid. As you sacrifice, you'll be paid. No kingdom service is for free. It's not for free. God doesn't run a charity organization. God runs a, 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 a paying organization. It is a money-involving organization. An organization that runs as a business. It, it's not an NGO. It pays. It pays. Amen. May God pay somebody. They say you can't give birth. In kingdom service, your children will multiply. They said you can never come out as a successful man from your area. In kingdom service, you will break the record in your area. Yes, you, you will change it. Listen to me. This Odoko, it says, I don't suffer from Odoko. It says, nothing good can come out of us. Listen, I'm a product of Odoko. Something good has come out of my life. A lot of good things will come out of your life. I'm telling you, a lot of good things will come out of your own life. Hallelujah. And so don't buy that. Don't buy that. Don't buy that. God can pay you. In Job chapter 36 verse 11, look at what he said. He said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That is salary. That is wages. If they serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity. Somebody will step into that fruitfulness. Somebody will step into that prosperity. Somebody will step into that level of prosperity. And you will be fruitful in the name of Jesus. That if they serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in good things or in pleasures. Hebrews 6 verse 10. He said, for God is not an unrighteous man that he will not pay you. God is not a wicked man. Tell the one by listen, God is not a wicked man. Your story is trying to make God look like a, a wicked man. But today I'm telling you, God is not a problem. You are the problem. Yes, God told me so many years ago, if you fail as a pastor, it's not because of me, it's because of you. <laughs> and so if you see that Pastor Prince has failed, it's not because God is dead, it's because he has a problem. The only thing is that you are not privy to the problem I have. You don't know it because you see me maybe all working for God, but you don't know my mentality, you don't know my motive, you don't know my secret habit, you don't know anything about me. You only know me just going up and down. If you see anybody who served God and ended poor, like some of you, you saw your parents always going to church in Balcopini and still nothing good came out of her life. And so you think that when you serve God, nothing. What you don't know is that serving God, he pays you, but he pays you on the basis of how you served him. The mentality behind, the character behind. So it's not your mother's yardstick of serving God that used to measure God. It's not your father's carrying Bible and going to church. It's what you used to say that people serve God. They didn't get anything. You will get something in Jesus' name. You didn't hear me. You will get something in Jesus' name. God, God is not unfaithful. For you to serve God and then He didn't pay you means that He has stolen from you because you worked for for your boss and He didn't pay you. God is not unrighteous. He has said it. He said he's not unrighteous. He's not unjust. That's why I said this month, this month, this year, fix your mind on what you are looking for and constantly say that I'm going to serve God for this and let's see if God will be unfaithful. Let's see if God will be unfaithful. Set your heart on that particular thing and tell God that God, according to your word, you are not a bad man. That when we serve you, you pay us. This is what I'm looking for. Agbena. 
I am going to serve you like my head no day. And I want you to pay me. Pay me with this blessing and with this thing. Somebody will have a testimony after today. I said, somebody will have a testimony after today. You see, but for you to take a delivery of your wages, your service must be rendered with the right mentality. Must have the right attitude and mentality, right thinking. Because all labor produces profit. But what qualifies your profit or your labor to receive profit is the mentality behind the labor. That's what qualifies it to receive profit. Proverbs 14, 23 tells us that. Now, what are the biblical mindsets to profit? What are the biblical mindsets of kingdom stewardship? How do you serve God as a church worker for God to give you a testimony? How many of you need a testimony this year? Me, I need a testimony. That's why I'm searching. And I found a secret and I'm bringing it to you. I say you too, get it. So that you don't only see me go to my next level. You too, you come to your next level. Oh, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. You want to still be selling on the table? You want to still be, be, be fighting over a storm? A storm when, when God has a bigger, bigger opportunities for you? You want to still be a school dropout? Fighting with SHS and GSS people? When God has a tertiary level for you? You want to still be single, walking about as though God doesn't have a husband for you. Meanwhile, God already created your husband before you were born. You are changing levels in Jesus' name. Biblical mindset for profit in kingdom service, number one. Appointment mentality. Appointment mindset. Appointment mentality. Appointment mentality. Luke chapter 10 verse 1. The Bible says that, and the Lord appointed 70 others to join the 12 apostles. And he sent them. 70 others he appointed. What does it mean to be appointed? When we say you have been appointed, all those who are working, you have been given official instruction, or let me say, an official agreement has been struck between you and the company, and they have asked you to work for them, and they also pay you something. So they give you an appointment letter. It's an agreement. Say an agreement. Now, once you sign up for kingdom stewardship, begin to see yourself as an appointee. Those that the president has brought their names out as appointees, they are being interviewed for what? For ministerial position. Would they not take their salary? Would they not take their salary? They will take their salaries. Why? Because they were appointed. If you are not appointed, you don't get salary. If you are not appointed, you will not get salary. Every company you work with, the reason why they pay you is because they have given you an appointment. That's why when someone comes to tell me that, oh, hey, these people say they will give me, I say, have they given you an appointment letter? Make sure you fight for the appointment letter. Because once you have not received an appointment letter, it's a sign that they are not serious with you. Yeah. Appointment letter is a sign that you have been, and, and so every child of God, when you sign up for kingdom stewardship, see yourself that you have been appointed by God. When Jesus selected the, the, the 70, Bible says he appointed them. And you and I have also been appointed by Jesus through the ministry of the overseer, through the ministry of the pastor, through the ministry of the elder. Jesus has appointed you into one field or the other to also work for him. Do you understand that? Put your two hands together for Jesus. So just as every appointee deserves a salary, so also you have been appointed as an usher, you must be paid by God. 
You have been appointed as a teacher in the church. You must be paid by God. You have been appointed as an elder. You must be paid by God. You have been appointed as a shepherd. You must be paid by God. As an executive over adult ministry, children ministry, you must be paid by God. The work you are doing is not free. No appointment letter is for free. Once you are given, they, they tell you the terms of your work and what they are going to also do for you. I remember when God called me into, into full-time ministry. As for me, I've always grown knowing that God has called me to ministry, blah, blah, blah. But I was not ready to do anything serious. I just want to, to just be, be supporting and be working and getting some money into my pocket and then other things. Then the Lord says that coming to full-time ministry, I say, hey, this one is not a joke. Oh. I better get an appointment letter. I better, I better make sure I get an appointment letter. I went before the Lord, days in fasting. And when the Lord spoke to me clearly, and I became very sure of the full-time ministry call and appointment. Then I sat there. I remember that midnight. Midnight in the hours of 12 to 1. I sat before in my room at um, Soto. And I anointed the place. I said, God, as you revealed yourself in Bethel. And Jacob anointed the place. And called it the house of God. Today I anoint this place. I had only 50 Ghana cities on me. And I put the 50 Ghana cities in the oil as I anointed the center of the room. And I said, Lord, this is my sacrifice on this altar. Now, let us talk. You see, I should come and work for you food. What will you give me? You think I'm doing ministry for nothing? I'm not doing ministry for nothing. I'm doing ministry for the blessings of God. Because he can bless me. Amen. And that night, he spoke to me. He took me. Go to Luke chapter 10. I went there. He started showing me. He said, the worker deserves his wages. The worker deserves his wages. He explained to me how he's going to bless me financially. And then he, he showed me, said that when I sent you, did you lack anything? They said we lack nothing. And then he told me, just so God gave me that night. God gave me my terms. He told me, preach the gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, do my work, go about, just preach the gospel, and I will also what bless you with the anointing and my partnership and i'll give you money and prosperity god had a deal with me and that is why i stepped crazily into the ministry if you don't know i'm telling that's why you were not there and so we are not confident for nothing we are not confident because because we saw somebody doing church you know somebody saw me and said hey charlie you are doing church and God is blessing you. You, are, you have a car. You have changed your car. You have this. Charlie, see the way your life is, no? Then God is blessing you. Charlie, I think that I have to come into ministry. I have to be serious. I said in my mind, come. <laughs> come. Come. <laughs> come. You know how I got my appointment letter. You better go and look for yours. Come. You think full-time ministry, we, we step into it by heart. As for every other ministry, you can do, you have been caught. We have all been caught. But that thing called full time, that, that is all you are doing with your life. It comes by an appointment. Do, do you understand? Yes. And for every one of you here who have accepted a call through an overseer, through a brother, through a pastor, and you have joined a ministry, that day you accepted and you stepped in that meeting, you received an appointment from God. That's how it works. Those 70 people, they were sent for evangelism. 70. They were sent. The Bible says that he has appointed them. 70 to go for evangelism. And his power was with them. Tell somebody you have been appointed. 
to be an usher for God. You have been appointed to be a leader, a deacon for God, a deaconess for God, an elder for God. You have been appointed to do something for Jesus as a shepherd for God. You have been appointed. Say, I've been appointed. Now, when you start thinking about this, that I have an appointment letter, I've been appointed by Jesus, I am not just doing anything, but once I've accepted to join the choir, I've been appointed as a chorister in, you, in the church. You think I've not been appointed that you'll be in the church? You are thinking for God and for the church. So, whoever puts you on the stage, is a sign that the person has appointed you, and that is through the Holy Spirit. So, God has used the person to appoint, to, to appoint you, like God used Jesus to appoint these 70 people. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so you have been appointed to clean, to usher, to do something, to sing. You have been appointed to go on evangelism and say, come, be a shepherd. Come, go, be, be an overseer. Be a teacher of the word. You have been appointed. That means that you are entitled to salary. The only problem is that you didn't read your appointment letter. You didn't read it. You were not too careful. Like, I asked God, what are you going to give me? Let's talk. Let's talk business. Or a backslider. <laughs> Jesus Christ says that I must be about my father's. Business. Talk to me, my father's. Business. I must be about my father's. Business. So the work of God is called what? Who, who called it business? Moses. Who called it business? Andrews. Who called it business? So am I more spiritual than Jesus? So if Jesus called it business, should I call it what? Party? Jesus called it business, should I call it NGO? Jesus called it business, should I call it charity work? No. The one who pays is in heaven. And he pays better than any human being. And I accepted on the condition that he promised me that he's going to be, he's going to anoint me. I said, God, I can't do this. He said, I will anoint you. And so that day, I brought anointing oil. I remember everything he spoke about. I wrote it down. Everything. I brought out the anointing oil. Put, put it there. said, I'm going to give you miracles. You are going to have miracles in your ministry. And so I'll build our anointing with miracles. And I'll give you money. I'll, I'll connect you. I'll, I'll make you prosperous. You will not be poor. <laughs> yes. That's how come God has been helping me till now. God has been helping me. Amen. And I've not seen anything yet. Because it's now that uh, we are still trotting up. We have not started yet. The ministry, we have not started. We are just trotting. And so if this one is making people jealous, then very soon they will die. <laughs> because this is the wind. It's now that the rain is about to calm down. Listen to me. God will pay you more than any human being can imagine. And so see, do the work you are doing for the Lord in this house. Do it with all your heart. Do it with the mindset that I've been appointed. Do you know why you go through the traffic to go to work? Because of appointment. Where you work now, have you not been appointed? Don't you have agreement with your, with your boss or whoever you work with? Huh? And so you come from Kaswa to work, no matter the traffic, isn't it? Because you have been appointed. <laughs> Please sit down. Some people live here. They go to Tema. To go and work. True or not true? Oh, even that one couple. Uh, uh, way, uh, uh, I've reduced it. People live in Eastern region. They come to Accra to work every day. And go back. Oh yeah. People live central region. Of a single Accra. Every time called center. Every day. 
every day. Why would they go through all the stress? Because there is an appointment. Their salary is at stake. There is an appointment. An agreement said, we will do all this time. And until no matter what, they will get there. Brother Eric, where do you work? Far away where? Obojo. I'm sure that if rescue moves to Obojo, there will be a problem in his Christian life. The problem is that we don't see the work we are doing in the house of God as an appointment. We only see the one we have with human companies as an appointment. And over here we see that, so that's why I go to church. The day you join a ministry, it is no more about where you go to church. It's about where you work for God. That's your place of work. Say, church is my place of work. That's not where you... So, when we need you and you don't come, you are breaking your appointment. If God needs me to go and preach and I'm not going, you think you will keep blessing me. I'm breaking the deal in the appointment. And so, an appointment mentality will energize you to go the extra mile to deliver because your pay is dependent on it. True or not true? Yes. If I don't go to work for three days, if they won't sack you. No matter how you are tired, you are even sorting your boss, but you are still going. You are tackling, but you are still going. But you are going. You are going. Why? Because there is an appointment and there is a salary that must be paid. Because of the appointment. From today, I announce to you that if only you are on this team, Jesus' team, and you have been selected. Now, Jesus is not on earth, so he works through human beings. And he has used a human to select you. Now, in the eyes of God, you have been appointed. So, from today, begin to see yourself as someone with an appointment letter, with terms and conditions, plus your, your remuneration, your money, something that you will be paid. Amen. It's not for free. Say, it's not for free. There's a wages attached to it. When you read verse 7, you see what Jesus will say. Jesus said, when you go and you are hungry, something is going to happen. The, and in the same house remain, eating and drinking, such things as they give you for the laborer. <laughs> I'm showing you my appointment letter <laughs> today. For the laborer is worthy of his high. You have been high. If you go and hire a, a, a laborer, you don't pay him. God says he has hired you. He has hired you to clean the church. And you think he will be wicked, he will not pay you. From today, receive your pay in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do in this house, you have been hired. Say, I've been hired by God. Say, I've been hired by God. Amen. Jump to verse 9. Yes, I remember the verse 9 very, very well. Because it was part of my... My, my, my destiny. So I know there's something in verse 9. Because I remember that night. It's been how many years now? Before, eh, I think in 2013. No, I did service. So 2014. So from 2014 to today. How many years has that been? How many years? Seven years. Yes. Been seven years now. Since the Lord appointed me as a full-time pastor. And these were some of the things that he told me. He said, and you heal the sick. 
He said that, and heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, the kingdom of God is at us. So my work is to preach, to heal the sick. And he says that he will pay me. Amen. Are you following me at all? Everybody, get up and stand. Get up and stand. And listen to me carefully. Everybody. John chapter 4 verse 36. The Bible says, And he that repent, he is the one who receives the wages and gathers fruit unto life eternal. He that reaps, he that is working on the field as a laborer, he is the one who receives the wages. So once you see yourself as an appointee, then you will qualify for wages. Do you understand? So no longer work for God and you don't see yourself as somebody who is on a contract. Say I'm on a contract. Every ministry you are involved with, you are on a contract. And because you are on a contract, he says that you receive wages because you are gathering. You are gathering with us. Matthew 20, 1 to 2. Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder taking care of a house which went out early in the morning to high laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed the, with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into the vineyard. So he agrees to pay. There's an appointment. Agrees to pay. That's the appointment mentality. Say mentality. Do you understand? So have an expectation that your labor in the house of God will pay you. Without particular miracle that you need. From today, just have an expectation that as I'm serving God, I'm serving God for ABC. Don't serve God for free again. God says he doesn't want you to serve him for free. Then why are you serving God? Oh, I just love him. Please, spare us that one. Spare us that one. It's not true. Spare us that one because you, if things become rough in your life, you don't even come to church. So, you are not serving God because you love him. You are actually serving God because he will pay so just accept that you have been appointed. He says he will pay you. And so don't, don't be shy about it. He says he will pay you. He knows you don't love him enough. He says he will pay you. What is your problem? He said, I, I will give it to you for free. Stop, stop lying. And accept the reality that God... Have an agreement. Tell somebody, have an agreement with God. What I'm saying doesn't hold water. It doesn't make sense. This year you have a testimony. Number two. Possess an investor's mentality. Possess an investor's mentality. The mentality of an investor. When I say an investor, an investor is a sower. Someone who sows something. In financial terms, you say you have invested money. In farming terms, you have sold. If you want to receive a blessing out of the work you are doing, church worker, this year I don't want you to waste your time oh, serving God and nothing to show. Me, everyone who knows me from childhood has seen that I've not served God for nothing, at least to my level. I've not served God for nothing. A lot of people didn't know my childhood days. But anybody who knew me from school till now, when they see me pay, all they can say is that, hey, Kawi. 
Because they knew what I was doing. Just serving God. Preaching. Preaching everywhere. Preaching everywhere. There's no school I went, they didn't call me a sophomore. Preaching everywhere. There's no house I stayed in, they didn't know I was an sophomore. There's, there's no place. I can't hide it. I can't, there's no school that I attended. That people there didn't realize that there's something about me as an osophon. Because they saw me doing the work. Amen. And so, they can explain why God is blessing me. And I'm telling you that it is because of this kind of mentality. You need a sower mentality. Or an investor's mentality. The mentality of someone who is doing investment. Hello, do you know investment? So now, start seeing it that way. Have an investment mentality. Have an investor's mentality. Amen. Luke chapter 2 verse 49. The Bible says that, And he said unto them, How is it that you look for me? Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Now, every business involves input and output. Every business involves investment and returns or profit. investment and profit Everything called business has to do with putting something in getting something out. True or not true? So when Jesus says that I must be about my father's business, he was trying to talk as an investor or as a businessman or as a somebody who is putting in something to receive something. Are you following me? Serving God is a big time business. And you must accept that. Serving God, cleaning the toilet or the washroom is a big time business. And if you knew that it was a business, eh, you'd have done it with your time. And you'd be shocked the promotion God will give you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you knew that washing, scrubbing the washroom, you would fight over it. If you knew it was an investment, that it would be in such a way that you can't think far. If you knew it, you would always go and lobby with your senior or your overseer that see, every day position me at the washroom. Yes. Go to Lighthouse. Go to Winners. You will see bank managers. You will see, but even when you smell their perfume, you will know you don't belong. <laughs> and when you enter into the toilet or into the washroom, you will see them at the entrance somewhere and they will greet you. Welcome, sir. And then I had a shock of my life. Big man. Big man. One time, in my adopted family, the little one was very sick, so she was taken to Lighthouse uh, Mission Hospital. And as we were there, there was this nice, beautiful, like a deeply kind of woman who was cleaning the floor, all the vomit, all the poo poo, 
everything that the patients are doing, she will come and clean. And when she's even talking to you, the accent who say, Ghana had And still you are cleaning. So is it that the whole Ghana you can't get a job? So we were wondering. So one of the times, and she was very nice. So one of the times when she came in, then my adopted mother asked, eh, Hello, please, what's your name? Now, they, they, but, uh, is it that you couldn't find any job? That's why I was like, where, where are you from? What, 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 where? Oh, then she laughed. <laughs> she laughed. Actually, she is a medical doctor who has gone to the Bible school. And because she is in the Bible school, it is her due, it's her, on her ship day. Her ship day is to come and clean the poopoo and come and clean the urine and, and change this thing. That is for Bible school. As, as, as she is working for God, a doing is so, that's her shift. For that day is to be cleaning all the nasty things. You meet some of them, they are the security men. When Brasolo comes, ask him, when you see the big men plus all the students, they do all the work. Why? Because it is what a big time business. They know the promotion they get from it. They know the blessing they get from it. Some have cleaned to the top and they have testimonies. Listen to me. They have testimonies to show. It's not like they don't have testimonies to show. Like some of us, we say we have worked for God ah, from classroom. Yes, that is you. But those I'm talking about, they have something to show. When you see, no, see that they will tell you, I did this, I did that, and God has changed my level. Now I'm working with a multinational, I want international, and they'll tell you that I, I got it. I've been reading, I've been seeing, I've been hearing the text, watching daily basis. And some I saw with my eyes. Listen to me. If you will put your true no aside, you put your true no and you think you have grown than everybody and you think you are educated, then listen, if you put all those things aside and you decide that this year you will serve God as an usher, serve God as a, as a chorister, serve God. Listen, if you will give yourself to serve God with all your heart, this year and do it with the right mentality that listen i'm investing my time i'm investing my energy i'm investing my money transportation every day maybe i'm going to church evangelism rehearsals and whatever i'm investing my energy my money if you can see that it's an investment when you start reaping the returns then you will see that all this while you are not wasting your time clap your two hands for jesus You will know that you were not wasting your time. Say it's an investment. Serving God is a big time business. Romans 12 verse 11. The Bible says that not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not lazy in business. And I thought you would talk about your secular business. Not lazy in business. How? He, he was very spiritual, serving the Lord. So, serving the Lord is called what? Oh, brothel, 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 kind of. Not slothful in business. And it's going to explain to us the business. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So, what is the business? Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord in the spirit. Serving the Lord. And he calls it business. Investment. That we are putting things in and getting things out. Amen. Oh, amen. Whatever you do in this kingdom is an investment. 
and you will receive returns accordingly. Galatians 6, verse 7 to 8. It says, Be not deceived. And that are whole. You think you are helping Pastor Prince? Somebody recently, somebody's mother was saying that uh, was, was attacking the children then said that why is it that the pastor does it like the person was telling them oh I go for it why is it that everyday people are going to church everyday do you do church and the person said oh no like I am part of this so I go for evangelism and this day too I go for rehearsals and that is why aside main services I go for evangelism I go for it. then the parents said that ah, why is it that the pastor will not do all those things that no he is the pastor He's the one who God has called. So let him do the singing, the evangelism, everything. Why is it that you people are rather doing the singing? <laughs> and I heard it. <laughs> and so that's how some people think. They think that when you come to church, you don't need to do anything. The pastor is the one supposed to take the offering, sing for you, clean, arrange. I've told you, listen to me. Every ministry in this place, I was the first member of that ministry. I was actually the founder of that ministry. Every group in this church, I don't know which one, maybe or less women fellowship. Even that one I started it. Oh yes, true. I, everything here. The first adult me, I started it. <laughs> I started it. When we were in the classroom, I started the first choir. I was their choir director. I was doing rehearsals with them. I selected some small, small people. I was doing rehearsals with them. I'll rehearse with them Saturday. Then Sunday, before I'll preach, I'll, I'll conduct them like that. Oh, ask them. If I know where we are, you should ask them. Vera. Vera was one of... Vera was the only one. Even that one, guys, it's not this today's Vera. Around that time, no, she knew rough. Oh, she, she knows it. Why she? She can't ask it. She knows it. I was the one. Days when the song is high or they don't come for rehearsals, I do the song ministration myself. So after I lead the opening prayer and I, I, I finish and I do, how many of you have seen me doing worship before? Church worship. How many of you have seen me doing praises? I do praises. I do worship. When I'm done, then I do the song ministration. Me now say clap for the choir. The pa, 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 then me now stand there. Then me now I'll continue. <laughs> when I'm done, me now I'm the MC. I said, now let's welcome the preacher. Then me now, I did that. I, I, I'm not telling the story. Those who were there, they know it. How many of you were there in those days? They, they saw me doing that. You think I'm, I'm joking. So everything, listen, those days, when you come, when I started, I go to park. But we started from here. From a, a story building. There. I go to the children's house, park the chairs. Climb up. Sometimes when they have closed from school, maybe Henry and that boy, they've closed from school, then they'll come and help me to carry. But most of the times, by that time, they have not come. So I'll go and carry. Unless there's that maybe solo is around or somebody, they eventually when they started coming, they started coming to help me. But I was the first usher. Carrying, packing, cleaning. When I'm done cleaning, mean I lead my praise and worship. Mean I lead my opening prayer. Do everything before Jonah and other people started joining. So everything you are doing here, don't deceive yourself. I've done it. I've done it. Don't, don't, don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Which, which ministry? Even media. Media. When media started, I was the first person. I was the first person. I came to show uh, Joseph that they said, do it this, do it that. 
that then he will be making mistakes. You see that I'll go back, me and I'll go and ten, ten the days by myself. Maybe she, maybe say, nah, we're still surviving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to music, me now nah, I play drums. She. Sometimes not toss, sometimes not a twapa so bad. Nina yebo. Yes. Listen to me. So, if the woman is saying that the pastor should do all those things, it's not that the pastor can't do all those things. I can do all those things. The pastor can do all those things. But then, the pastor becomes the church. So, the day the pastor dies, there's no church. Is that one the mind of God? No. A real church should not be one human being. It should not be me and my children, my family. No, no, no. It should grow beyond. So that when I'm not there, it is still moving on. So that you can do this. You can. We are, have you ever. Your whole body is your head. Have you seen some people? Your whole body is your head. You walk with your head. You talk with your head. You, your, your hand is your head. Everything about you is your head. Have you seen some before? Yes. So for someone to say that is a, a bit some way. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> you see, it doesn't work. You know, and so you are important. Tell somebody that you are important. But you are not very important. Tell you, you are not, you are not very, very important. Because if you are not there, God will bring somebody else. You are, you are not very, very important like that. Don't, don't feel like you are not there. Nobody can do it. Yes, there were days that the choir were misbehaving. I'll let them sit down. I'll say, today you are not singing. And I do everything. To let them know that you are not that important. Don't overhype yourself. Don't overhype yourself. <laughs> Not overhype. You crap for have not got you anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have, don't, don't even overhype yourself. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. amen. And so, listen to me. Whatever you find yourself, Bible said, don't be, do not be deceived. Whatsoever a man shall sow, that shall he reap. What will a man reap? What will a man reap? And I'm from. He said, Don't be deceived, men that are home. Whatsoever a man will sow, that is what you will reap. So if you want to reap something, then you must sow something. So what you are reaping is telling us what you're actually sowing. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so that is the work of God. You will reap what you are sowing. And so if what you are reaping, you don't like it, that's what you are sowing. The work of God that you are doing, with the testimonies you are having, that is a sign that you are not sowing a good seed. You are not serving him truthfully. You are not doing it in, 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 with a good mindset and a good heart. That is why you seem not to have testimonies about it. That's why nothing is happening in connection to what you are doing. Because you cannot deceive anyone. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he is going to reap. And verse 8. For he that sowed to his flesh, he shall reap according to, to corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall also reap according to the So what you sow determines what. If always you are watching uh, bad movies, and your life will gravitate towards that. Those days when I used to watch Chinese movies, I really like to always demonstrate it. Snake and the monkey shadow. Those, that was what was there. You will see that when we are playing, this one says, I'm the snake. This one says, I'm the monkey. 
and we'll be on the floor trying to do this. Because of what? That's what we are sowing into our spirit. And so when we get up, that's what we are doing. And so what you sow into your spirit it determines what you do. In the same way, when you are working for God, how you are doing it, the energy you are doing it, the heart with which you are doing it, the mindset with which you are doing it, will determine the testimonies, the miracles, the signs and wonders that will happen for you. And that is why 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. He says that, but this I say, whoever sows anyhow shall reap anyhow. <laughs> you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. Sparingly means you sow anything again. You reap anything again. I mean, what you are sowing? Garbage in, garbage out. You sow anything, you reap what? Anything. What are you sowing? The way when you are coming for rehearsals, you talk and talk and talk, complain. What are you sowing? What are you sowing? Your overseer must call you 20 times, then you off your phone. Then you keep lying. I'm coming. Two hours. And you know that you are going on evangelism. You are going on follow-up. You are so inspiring. You are doing the shepherding work lightly. So your results too will be light. So that when people are telling their testimonies, you will not have. I pray that God will have mercy you. Every investment, whether in prayers, fastings, soul winnings, or physical services, have its appropriate returns or profits. Every investment has its returns. Every invest- there is no investment that doesn't have a return. Every investment has returns. And so what you are doing is what it all. And so do it well. For all labor there is profit. So get a good profit. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. I told myself that if I'm doing something, I'll do it all my... If I don't do it, I'll tell you I'll do it. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. And that has been my policy. If I say I'm doing it, you see that I'm doing it well. If I say I won't do it, I won't do it. I'm not those type of people who say that I'll do it, but I'm not doing it. I'll do it, but I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. And I'm not afraid to tell you I'll not do it. Do you get it? I, 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 don't, I don't like to say I, I'll, I'll do this. I'm not. Then I'll be a hypocrite. No. And so, if you are serving the Lord, whatever investment you are doing, whether prayers or fasting, or soul winning, or physical services, you, you will have the appropriate returns. Serve God in your portfolio with all your heart and faithfully so that your profit will be obvious for all to see. What have you accepted to do for God this year? Overseer, shepherd, executive, children ministry or adult ministry or uh, welfare um, um, worker what, 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 what are you doing for the Lord media man, whatever whatever you are doing for the Lord eh, do it with an investor mentality that I am sowing something and I want to have the best I am sowing something and I want to have the best I am sowing something serve God, Matthew 6 verse 6 he said but thou, when thou pray Enter into thy closet. The God who sees in secret, he will reward you openly. Somebody's reward will be open from this year. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, someone's reward will be open from, from, from this year. God can give you the testimony. But if it does not come, know that you have now started serving. So wait. Wait then after some time or some year before you can confidently say it didn't work. Everything I'm telling you didn't happen a day. It happened over a period of time. And so, when you are also serving God, 
your, you see, some of you, the testimonies you are having now are actually service you have rendered some years ago. <laughs> That's it. Because when you sow, it takes some time. So investment and, re- and returns, they require good period of time. Just as sowing requires the patience of time. So let me close with this. This mindset makes you patient and steadfast, serving the Lord without forfeiting the harvest. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Be steadfast and continue in the work of God. Tell the one by you, be strong and continue in this work you are doing for the Lord. Why? He says that, oh, you have not gone there. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, for as much as you know that your labor shall never be in vain. He says that, be steadfast. Tell somebody, be steadfast. Maybe today you have not seen the results you are looking for, but be steadfast. Be steadfast. Because your labor in the Lord your suffering in the Lord, your preaching in the Lord, your giving in the Lord, your money in the Lord, working every day in the Lord, preaching, winning souls, gathering them, raising them, it shall never be in vain. Your cleaning shall never be in vain. Your media work shall never be in vain. Your dance, rehearsal, stress shall never be in vain. Your singing shall never be in vain. Your ushering shall never be in vain. Your pastoring shall never be in vain. Whatever you do, even if you arrange people or clap for people, it shall never be in vain. Whatever you do with your money shall never be in vain. Be steadfast only and know that it's a matter of time. Say it's a matter of time. Say it's a matter of time. Lift up your hands and say, my time will come. Or say, my time will come. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Rise up to your feet. Amen. We will continue, God willing, tomorrow and then Friday. Listen to me. If you have not written your name, at the back there, make sure you write your name before you go and indicate the ministries you are part of. Because some of you are part of different ministries. Indicate all. Because every ministry, we must make sure that all your people have attended. And we will ensure that we find appropriate punishment for those who fail to do so. Yeah, and overseers who fail to, to bring their their people. Because what you are hearing, won't it help us? Oh, talk to me. What you are hearing, won't it help us? Or I've wasted your time. What we are hearing, listen to me. If you come and you say, praise that, see, I'll be happy. Yeah. But how, how will you get that testimony when you are clean, you are insulting people? I mean, I'll say, if you are clean, clean, shut up and clean. Shut up and clean. Clean, that's your work. People are cleaning the, excuse me, the toilet and they are intact. It's not your jeans that you come and sort people. 
And I'm not saying that nice people like you to be doing chungo chungo. Here we don't chew gum in this place. But what I'm saying is that a lot of ashes don't get blessed when they are cleaning because they insult people when they are cleaning. Tama didn't tell me. I saw with my eyes. Not, not in this church. After this church, I've not seen it. But I saw it in another church. So they are insulting. They are insulting. Especially the people they don't like at all are the ushers. They are, are the choristers. They insult them plenty. Because they, too, they are too no and sometimes irresponsible. You see fine girls who, who drink and put their paper down. They eat and put rubber down. Irresponsible. You see? But what I'm saying is that you are serving God. So focus on what you are doing. And as you are cleaning, you are thanking God. As you are washing, you are thanking God. As you are rehearsing, you are thanking God. Very soon, I'll come to other things. I'll make you know everybody is important. You may think yours is more important, but you are lying. Everybody is important. Everybody. And so, don't look down on someone and say that yours is more important because you are suffering more. No. Every labor attracts profit. The pay will never be the same. So, focus on yours. If you think yours is harder than others, thank God. It means yours will attract more profit than others. Can I hear an amen? amen. Can I hear an amen? amen? Do you understand what Pastor is saying tonight? And so, I've taught you two out of five mentalities. The first mentality is what? What's the first mentality? You have not even left here. You have forgotten. What's the first mentality? You see, some of you, you are, you are young people, but already you behave like you are old men and old women. You are old men. Like, as a young person. A young person. You have not left here. You have forgotten. Because as you are here, you are not even interested in what we are doing. You just want to leave. Then you say you have a miracle. You don't know what you are doing. You are wasting your time. Just wasting your time. The first mentality is what? How many of you believe that from today, God has employed you? You are on God's employment list. What work has he employed you to do? Mention yours. What has he employed you to do? I didn't hear. Mention yours. What has he employed you to do? If you are part of three, it means that you three companies are paying you. You'll be more rich. If you are part of four. Oh, is it not true? Uh, will it be fair for God to pay you the same way he's paying somebody? Somebody is only giving offering. Only comes to give. Then you are doing shepherding doing ushering, doing, and God will pay. They say, is it fair? Uh, even human being, will not do that. God is too wise to do that. Do you understand? And so, the more the work, the more the profit. That's how it is. God says he will reward you according to your works. If your works are few, your reward is few. Your works are more, your reward is more. What work have you employed by God to do? Some are not speaking, though, because they, they, they don't have anything to do. I said, what work has God employed you to do? I want to hear you. 
Shepherd. Shepherd and then welfare manager. You are a shepherd, you are a welfare manager. And what else? That's all. Okay. Finance. Finance. Counting money. Hannah. Time, time. A teacher, a shepherd, a potential pastor. But you have lost your blessings in the choir. Is it that you used to get some, some salary from the choir? But that's why you've lost it. Linda, what do you do? Shepherding, choir, adults. Um, Shepherding, choir, adults. Finance. I thought of adults, executives. And finance. Wow. Media, boogie stars. Media, boogie. Media, boogie stars. Fundraising. Fundraising. Shepherd. Shepherd in where? Overseer of a cell ministry. You have lost the blessing of the pastor, the main one. You've lost it. Who else will speak? Who? Mariam. Okay, Mariam. Shepherd, a chorister, and a cell leader. Shepherd, a chorister, a cell leader. Esther, today is your birthday. I'm giving you because it's your birthday. But I don't wish you. A shepherd, a chorister, potential pastor, um, assistant secretary for the church, and um, part of the fundraising team. Hey, your pay will be plenty. I show you have the, 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 the mentality for it. Akizo. Hey, people are calling Akizo. Okay, let me, let me try and see. Instrumentalist. Instrumentalist. Shepherd. Shepherd. And overseer. Overseer. Yeah. Eh, so the mentality is okay. So, Mikey. Instrumentalist. Instrumentalist. Shepherd. Shepherd. Hey, I'm a good start. And Pastor Sam, <laughs> that was his part. Instrumentalist. Instrumentalist. Shepherd. Shepherd. Quarista. Quarista. Overseas, listen, oh. Listen to your people. Those who don't come and they are mentioning. Use it. Announcer. Announcer. Shepherd. Shepherd. Boogie Stars. Boogie Stars. Babs. <laughs> All right, our time. Hey, hello, my new. What's yours? Osha. Osha. So add more work, okay? Vino, qua. All right. <laughs> All right, put your two hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Lift up your hands and you are going to say one prayer to the Lord. That, oh Lord God. Help me to serve you in such a way that my blessings will not miss me or will not pass me by. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Father, this year 2021, help me to serve you with the right mindset so that I will not lose my blessing. Help me to serve you with the right mindset so that I will not lose my blessing. The worker deserves his wages, is worthy of his wages.
I don't want to engage in profitless service. I don't want to engage in unfruitful service. I don't want to waste my time, Lord, carrying titles that I am this, I am this, I am that, and yet I don't do the work. And yet I do it with the wrong heart. Yet I do it with the wrong attitude. The motive matters. The mentality matters. The attitude matters. Lord, help me to be faithful. Help me to be committed. Help me to be a faithful pastor. To be a faithful cell leader. To be a faithful leader over this whole team. Help me, Lord, to be a faithful shepherd over them. A chief shepherd. Help me, oh God, to be a faithful elder over these people. To be a faithful executive in the adult ministry in the children ministry help me lord to be committed in the in the cell ministry to be committed in the welfare ministry to be committed in fundraising ministry lord help me in the finance ministry help me to be committed every work that i'm doing may i not waste my money my time for nothing may i receive the profit that is due it in jesus precious name i declare it is answered amen Lift up your two hands. Father, into your hands I commit every worker. Your word has said that for every labor there is profit. Your word is true and cannot be broken. This year, let us be a demonstration and an epitome of your goodness. May people see us and see the goodness of kingdom service. May people hear our testimony and see the goodness of how you pay. If only you are the payer of those who work for you. Lord, this year we lift our voice and we pray that Lord, let every single worker be paid. Let every single worker have that miracle they are looking for. That blessing they are looking for. And even much more than they can imagine. In Jesus' precious name, you will bless us and you will increase us. You will spend your days in prosperity. Your amen didn't come. You will spend your days in prosperity. And you will spend your years in pleasures. Because of your service, you can't die young. Because of your service, you can't be admitted at the hospital. Because of your service, you are too important for God. You cannot die young. You cannot be carried away from our midst because of COVID-19. God shall protect you. And God shall keep you. And I pray that because of your service, you will find a good job. And you will be promoted in that good job. Because of your service, God shall be open for you. And you will receive miracles on daily basis. May God prove himself a faithful payer and businessman in your life. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. 
For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.